It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker. Yo, man. Boom, Miss Rusty. What is up, everybody? Uh, welcome to the Public Access Podcast, the podcast here on the Quantum Global Broadcasting Network, QGBN. I'm your host, Rusty Diamond, and uh, this is podcast number three today, and the show is brought to you by Fred Ben Savage's Buck, Stone Reeds Productions, Hardcore Entertainment, Hypnosis is Great, and SockEmUp.org, and uh, check out the other shows on the network, such as When the Gloves Come Off, the Pinky Man's Pro Wrestling Podcast, this is it with Lizzie and Say by the Ben, and I'm just going to get right into this because this is number three, and I want to keep this moving along. So right here, right now, we have Daryl Stern. How you doing, Daryl Stern? Hey, Rusty, man. It's been a while, but I'm ready. I'm ready to go. But I'm Perfect. ready to chill with you. It's been a long, yeah. been a long day, and I'm just ready to chill with Rusty. So what's up? I like it. So, uh, are you on? Uh, are you on the East Coast then, somewhere? So is it six o'clock for you? Nope, I'm in Scottsdale, Arizona, but I was born oh. and raised in New Jersey. So I will ask you the famous New Jersey question. How you doing? <laughs> oh man, I like it. Oh yeah, man, it's uh, not too bad, man. I, I like it. Uh, I haven't been there. I haven't made it out there to New Jersey, and uh, only uh, maybe a decade I was allowed to go back into Arizona. So <laughs> there you go. Are you wanted here? Are you wanted in a couple? I'm states? not wanted. So... No, I just I was banned from there for uh, ten years, and. Okay, so you were never wanted, but you were better. We're just going to leave it at that. We will yep. bring this up later in the show. But if for those of you that are listening to this podcast, you just want to be invited to Rusty's place because he's got the cool psychedelic poster. He's got a neon sign with his name, which I got to learn how you make neon signs of your name because I want one hanging down from my place. And he just gets on there. And he's like, well, let's just talk about stuff. All right. So I talk about marketing and theater, but we don't have to talk business stuff. What, what do you want to chill about? What do you want to talk about? Life in general well, or what? Yeah. Okay. So like, well, so you were, I mean, so Scottsdale is, uh, that's next to, uh, Phoenix then. Yes. We are right. the fastest growing city in the United States. We just beat Philadelphia. We're the fifth largest city in America. So have you been to Philadelphia in the last decade? No. So my mom died of cancer in 2002. I grew up 25 minutes out of new, new, Jersey so I mean New York City so I just left I just went all the way out to Vegas I lived in Vegas uh Kansas and then Denver and now I live in Arizona so going out west actually saved my life but uh, uh I just left the east coast behind and now I'm a little bit more chill and I'm a little bit more comfortable hanging out with a dude like you with your psychedelic stuff like the old me I'm serious like the old me New Jersey me New York me would be okay what's the point of this goddamn thing let's go you're not making a point, Rusty. You know what I mean? And now I'm like, I, I, yeah, yeah, whatever, man. You know, I've been to Sedona and meditate and whatever, all that stuff. I'm just like, let's just chill, chill with Rusty. I, I'm, I'm a Portland, Oregon kid. So, uh, I mean, that's well, you're a major mess then. I've heard about you, right. Portland people. Por you're not bad. It's, it is disaster. I, so I moved from there, uh, <laughs> 2019 and I go so back what? every once in a while to, to, you know, where workshops. are you now? Uh, I'm in Connecticut. 
I've kind of oh, been all back over. east. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. I've in the last four years, I've been in a couple of places in Minnesota, and then I was in Salt Sorry. Lake City, which was Sorry. yeah. And Salt Lake City was uh, bizarre. Um, and then yeah, then I was like, I need to get out of here. And then so Salt Lake um, City is the bizarre is bizarre, but the Salt Lake City bazaar is really cool. I read their Sunday they had this little flea market. It's pretty good. Oh, you can get some cool stuff. That is that down uh like in the trolley square? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, by the trolleys, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I uh I, I saw that a few times. And yeah, it's uh I don't know. I, cause I had I had a business out there and I feel like um I don't know. I did something wrong there. So I uh it, it appears that you've done something wrong in a few states here. Roughly. Yeah, I, I just got to keep keep moving. I'm getting know? nervous. So, <laughs> um, yeah, let's talk about this podcasting thing that you have. I want to talk about sure. podcasting for a second because everybody's jumped on the past on the podcasting thing for the past couple of years. So it's, a movie theater, right? Sells yeah. money, doesn't make any money selling movie tickets. Those that money goes to the movie to the studios, right? So right. they only make a small percentage of that. They make their money off the popcorn stand. The problem with a podcast and just doing a podcast, right? Especially your podcast, which is okay. Well, we're just gonna hang out and <laughs> is which I like actually. It's really funny. I like it. But and I'm not putting you down. Is that there's no popcorn stand, meaning that this is fun, right? It's a hobby kind of thing, but this isn't structured like a business. Instead, let's say. That there's some my motto is you are a gift to the world the world needs your gifts there's something in you that you can teach other people and first we make the business first like an online course a platform you know uh group programs maybe you want to coach people maybe you want to teach them how to make a podcast that make a podcast that really has no point to it right like that would be hysterical actually teach, <laughs> teach as a program the expert having a podcast that has no point to it just hanging out and talking to people which by the way, he's the greatest adventure. You can just sit down and talk. You can learn so much. But what I'm saying is I focus on that. I'm very business oriented with my uh, clients. I run the fastest moving video marketing agency on the planet. And the first thing that I ask is, well, what are we selling? Whether they're doing a podcast, YouTube, TikToks, whatever. I go, what, what's the point? In other words, where are we leading people to that then they're going to give up their wallets and their money to do it? Now, that's still a very New York City point of view on this. You know, I moved out west, these are kind of chill, but there's a lot of people out there that are jumping on this bandwagon, interviewing people and this and that, and they don't really have that call to action. I'm working with a lady right now who has 30,000 subscribers, can you imagine, on her podcast, and no one's buying anything, right? Because she hasn't done what's called monetizing or monetized it. So is this something you want to do? Do you want to monetize this? Or is this just fun? And it's cool to just have fun with it. Roughly. It's monetized now. Okay, how? Uh, through um, Spotify right now. So the number of downloads I get, I get, I get a cut of it. So I, I just, no I idea. just. So now you're going to teach me something. I had no idea Spotify paid you for that. The leader of podcasting is still Apple and Apple Podcasts. And I know they don't work that way. Right. So, um, so it, oh, I'm sorry. It used to be uh, Anchor, Anchor.fm, and I had, I had all my stuff um, on um, uh, Spreaker. I had it on Spreaker, but I also this show has now 400. I think you're 426 um, episodes, 
and then wow. you know so um yeah over like the last 10 years and so there's a bunch of stuff that like a bunch of content that would take up a bunch of space and I have to pay for all that stuff to be held on there and that was That's just cool. not worth it to me so I got onto anchor because I know that I can have as much on there as I want and then Spotify bought anchor and then so now oh wow yeah so now it's, I can get monetized on that and then I'm looking for sponsors and then you know um also been trying to because I don't like cutting that video so um, here's my ad here's my yeah. ad for your for your podcast um do you want your business to have a point to it unlike this podcast would you like to make money from your business unlike this podcast then go sternstorming and we'll build a popcorn stand for your movie theater or business or podcast and help you make the money you deserve there's my ad for it and that brilliant i'll sponsor it that's great i'll even that be funny it. you know what i mean like <laughs> no i had no yeah. idea and i'm on ads.spotify.com ads that's what and it shows the Spotify audience network, audience-based podcast buying at scale. So you can advertise through their site on your, po- I guess, on the podcasts that are out there. I had no idea that they were doing this. So you taught me up to date. And I used to be on top of this a couple of years ago. But again, everything's constantly always, you know, evolving. And I had no idea that you could get paid just to, you know, just to be on here and spot So you still, though, though, have to go out and network and bring people in. You want more listeners, right? Right. Yeah. So, and I mean, yeah, that's something that I for sure could use help on. Um, just, yeah, getting the, the word out and then yeah, getting people to come back to whether it's, you know, yeah. just even to listen or if it's to bring them in to, you know, I don't know, buy my merch or, <laughs> or something. Oh, you got um, merch now. So you do have oh, a little monetization. Yeah. So where's your merch at? Um, it's on a couple of places. I have, uh, I have a few different stores. And so I have an Amazon one and then I have, uh, I think Printify or something like that store as well. well you'll have to send me a link cause I want a rusty diamond t-shirt. I was going to walk around sure. in a rusty diamond t-shirt and people go, what is rusty diamond? And I'll say, it's a, it's the best podcast. It doesn't have a point to it. Right. I, you can go on to my, uh, pro wrestling tea store if you want to, there's a, get a rusty diamond shirt there. Pro wrestling tea store. So what URL is that? ProWrestlingTees.com. Wrestling Tees.com. Yeah. And so I got it. Pro Wrestling Tees. Holy crap. So now if I search. You search Rusty Diamond, there'll be a shirt that'll pop up on there. Uh, There should be a few, I think. But yeah, there's there's one. Okay. Rusty Diamond, Purple Wizards, the champs are here. Here's the Rusty Diamond one. Oh, it's in so those white, are... white Lynn, L-I-N-N. I don't know. West Lynn. Oh, that was that was uh I where I was from, uh West Lynn, Oregon. And oh, wow, so, that's cool. Yeah. So, so uh yeah, that's, that's awesome. I mean, you're shirts. making a brand around your name. You're just a cool dude to hang out with, but I'd like to teach you something if you're open to it in terms I would of marketing love it. and and all that stuff. Okay, cool. So my motto is that you are a gift to the world. The world needs your gifts. What you can teach and demonstrate and know that you might take for granted. 
other people are amazed by. So you're probably skipping over a lot of stories in your life, like the story of why you can't come back to Arizona, you know, right. or the story of why, how you're wanted in six other states. Um, <laughs> it's hysterical. <laughs> yeah. Uh, come on my podcast. I'm hiding out now in Connecticut while I'm here, you know, my podcast. So those kind of things are the, are the stories that can deepen people's relationship with you. And there are also stories that can make your podcast truly blow up right? Instead right. of talking about what it is, what it is, what it is. Well, this is a podcast and I just talk to people, you know, right away people might get, well, that's boring or that, blah, 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 blah. of course, if they're from New York, but <laughs> if you start off and you say, Hey, you know, I, um, uh, I'm a traveling vagabond and I just like meeting people, you know, and I want to tell you about some random things that have happened to my, uh, me in my life, you know, or I've met people accidentally that have changed my life we're getting into the character depth of it. And then you start telling stories about that. And these could be videos that you put out on your LinkedIn. I'm big about LinkedIn. Okay. So let's go backwards. So uh, what I do is something called stern storming. I'd love you for you to do a session with me. I can give you a discount on it. And what it is, I go backwards through your life and you uh, tell me your entire life story. Meanwhile, I'm typing like a maniac. So in 90 minutes, I can type out 350 moments from your life that could make great stories. Uh, just for the social point of getting people to know you. Then we look at, okay, great. Can we make any of those things? Or do we have any of the other things there that can be made into a business? Like if you know about, it was public broadcasting, right? That you're on, right? Right. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Yeah. So you know a thing or two about business, like how to produce a show that's good for public broadcasting or whatever it is, you know, right? You can yeah. then make that a a, a course, let's say, on how to create a great public broadcast show, then you can go to the casting crews and producers and makers of other public broadcasting shows, put them on your podcast. People are interested in public broadcasting and are watching your podcast because they're listening to the interviews of those people. And guess what? You sell a course about that, right? Right. Now, of course, I get what you're doing with the monetization of it. But if you gave it a little bit more direction based on something in your life that you love to talk about public broadcasting, maybe you don't. Maybe you just yeah. work there and it sucked. Um, I worked at, a, <laughs> at a, a Radio Shack and a Sizzler. Both those jobs sucks. And I never talk about that. So don't uh, ask I, me about that. Don't well, I, ask. I have, a, uh, I don't know, I'd say at least 30 jobs I've had that have yeah. really sucked. I've only had one job. Uh, whatever nine to five job what was the worst job oh the worst job uh well it depends how long i stayed at it i had one where i worked for let's see so i went i'm gonna pause you i'm gonna pause you so that's a neat sales technique like always answer a question with a question but when someone asks you a question rusty pause you don't have to talk right away and think for a minute and then come up with a direct answer to it. Because you'll get further into the sales, clients, listeners, all that kind of stuff. So I'm going to ask you again. I want you to pause sure. and I want you to ask me directly. What is the shittiest job you ever had? I went for a sales job. And I went into the, the building that they had. And they, I said, is this going to be like a door-to-door thing? And I said, no, 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 it's nothing like that. But just go and hop in this van and... Uh, we're going to, you can just see for yourself. So they go and they drive me out somewhere about 30 minutes away, not really close to any transportation. And this is eight in the morning. And I, we stop at a strip mall 
and start like, hey, open up the trunk and it's all this Dollar Tree crap. And like, okay, we're gonna start selling this door to door to these businesses. And I was like, ah, you guys no. are assholes. And so then I had to find my way back uh, without a car to back to my spot. Uh, and then, yeah, I mean, that was, I think that was the shortest one, but yeah, I've had a lot of ones. That works. Yeah, so and you don't want to be, and you know, you're not, the, you don't want to be at the strip mall <laughs> after like 9 p.m. because everybody's naked. You, right. I mean, uh, <laughs> you didn't get that at first, right? It's no, the I strip didn't. Mall. Everybody's stripped down. <laughs> and so don't go there after eight. Cool. So then were you, uh, well, I don't know. So, like, were you wanting to just kind of figure out what, it is for people to be able to. Yeah. So I help people a figure out a business model based on what they love to do based on some of their gifts. Right. Yeah. Uh, then after we've got all that outlined, we write an online course, we write the entire curriculum for it. And I do it in a very snazzy, simple to follow format, which is intro story lesson activity. It's four videos uh in a in a module of it then when we're done with that we write inbound marketing or landing page video scripts that you have to rehearse a little bit that say are you frustrated because you've been listening to all these podcasts and they're so powerful and they always teach you so much and you just want to relax and you don't want to have every episode have such a point to it well listen come over to rusty's podcast what if you could listen to rusty's podcast and just chill and just listen to some random people you know you never know who you could meet right it's not so Everything doesn't have to have such a much of a purpose in life. So come over to Rusty. I'm making a joke. But then with those landing pages, um, then you hire me and I'll come film them with you. So I can come to your location. We'll film the entire online course, 200 videos of your backstory. And then my writers go to work writing really long uh, novel-like posts for them. I have YouTube experts, Facebook experts, you know, all the experts in the different social media. And then we'll put those videos out for you one a day or twice a week or three times a week, however fast you want to go. And then that will build up your influence, right? We'll actually have all of that taken off your shoulders now, but you filmed all the content in two days. Why? Because you already know all the stories from your life, right? Right. Yeah. You already know it. People are struggling to make content every week where they go and they make a podcast and then they make content and then they make content every week and they're trying to make new content. And it said, I'll just come to you and film it all in two days enough for like a year or two of content. The other cool thing is if you have a hundred videos, you can set up an automation system where they can text something to a number and that you can have it automatically send them one video every three days for an entire year. Right? Right. Cool. So, so that's how I think about it. I think of it more like the show business. And then also I, I teach you how to tell a better story. Right? Like when I corrected you there and I asked you a question and you wandered around, I get you to be more so think, think about it, speak clearly, articulate, and nail these videos. So people are like, oh, we gotta go, you know, Rusty, that's so cool. I love you, man. Right? That's what right. you want. You want that emotional response. So they go buy the t-shirt. They become pro professional wrestlers. They buy a public uh, television station, start their own wrestling show, and become billionaires. And that's what you want. You want to help people. Right. And so are you kind of the only person that's doing the the you know do it in two days as opposed to 
Yeah, you know? people are trying to imitate me, but what they're doing is they're using like AI and they're doing the little TikToks and these little things, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about four minute videos that are good for your LinkedIn for really making deep connections, Facebook and 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 um even Instagram too. But especially on LinkedIn and growing your network there, you can have up to 30,000 people in your network. Business networking is everything. Who you meet, right, is who, yeah, who you get to know. Yeah, who yeah. knows you? Not not who you know, but who knows you is... Exactly. Well, what, And then the other the question on top of that is, what do you want to be known for, right? In other words, I want to be known as the video marketing Jedi, right? I run the fastest moving video marketing agency on the planet. I create the most, emo get you to tell the most emotional stories that move people to really connect with you and work with you. That's my gig, right? right? So I get down to the to that core of you so you can articulate it by saying, hey, I'm Rusty. I love to get to know people. And I'm really good at just starting with nothing and getting to really know someone just in a basic conversation. I could teach you how to have a conversation with a random stranger. Here's your course, right? And have right. them be a friend and an ally with you for life, right? That's, that's a course. That's, that's interesting. You could sell that, yeah. right? So right. we can make that course. I'll fly to Connecticut or you can fly here to Virginia, uh, not Virginia, Scottsdale, Arizona, because it's warm here and it's cold up there. And, and summer there, and, too, it's, right? and it's been more than 10 years. So, uh, yeah, I think exactly. I, so just out of that, you can make an online course, and you make this into a business. Then you come back to your podcast and you say, This podcast is sponsored by Talk to Anyone, Make a New Friend, my, my exciting online course where I teach you how to go from stranger to friend. And there's actually a lady that does that, she runs a meetup group called Strangers to Friends, and she gets people to be strangers. And then in one night, you know, in a bar or whatever, they become friends. Is that uh, an online thing there, or is that uh, in person? No, she runs she runs um, meetups, like meetup so, group kind of stuff. Yeah, is that? I don't a, know that if she a, still does it. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, uh, what one thing I know is I, I know that the people who listen to me are an interesting group of people. Um, I so, am sure they are, Rusty. <laughs> so. So there's that. So the, I'm I'm trying. I assume that you would know how to, you know, appeal to different kinds of groups of people. So here's a funny uh, thing: you don't have to worry about appealing to everyone. No one's going to appeal to anybody to everyone, right? Absolutely. See, you're going to draw your own crowd of listeners based on the type of people that appeal that are appealed to by you, or you appeal to, or whatever you want to call it, right? Yeah. And in that, you're finding your tribe and your fans and your group. Um, and however large that gets is however large that can get. But I'd rather have a small group of loyal people, you know, than a large group of people that really aren't going to support me or would, wouldn't really help me in a pinch. Right. Yeah. So absolutely. Here's the funny thing about social networking, right? You tell your stories from your life, and they, the audience, will find will tell you what they need help with, right? And what they think you could do. So if you're just brave enough to just talk about what you can do, what you know, what you can demonstrate, tell stories from your life, other people will suggest, hey, could you help me with this? Hey, could you help me with that? Hey, could you help me be more relaxed on my podcast? I've, I've heard that I'm too formal on my podcast. Okay, yeah, you can help them with that. Like, chill. Yeah, well, I mean, why? You can help you with that, you know? So yeah. believe it or not, that can be a business. Like, any, like, there's a story of a lady who took pictures of dogs. Oh, no, she took pictures of her own dog. And then people were like, wow, you take such good pictures of your dog. 
So as people started asking her, hey, can you take pictures of my dog? Right. So then she started that as a business. And then people far away started saying, hey, could you teach me how to take great pictures of my dog? And then she set up an online course and now has a six-figure business. And all she does is she likes taking pictures of dogs and she's darn good at it. Right. Yeah. Right. So crazy stuff like that is happening. And that with tools, Kajabi, Thinkific, uh, you know, Instagram, whatever, all these different kind of things. LinkedIn, Facebook, you have all these tools that are really available for free. Anybody can start a YouTube channel and blow it up, right? Anybody can go right. on LinkedIn and network. You have so many tools that are free now that allow you to, again, meet total strangers and make them into friends and allies that uh, it's just amazing the opportunities that we have. So then what if, what if the course is not zeroed in on one thing? Is that something that, that could work that way? No. No, no. Would you go to, would you pay so that they're paying for it? Right. So if I said, Hey man, here's a course. I don't know really what it's about, man. I don't know if you're going to learn anything. Pay me 500 bucks. Nobody's going to do that. So you do have to narrow yeah. down on what it is that your service provides. Right. So Rossi, you and everybody else is a gift to the world. You have value. You know how to do something that somebody else can't do. And the world from bartering and ancient Greek times or barbarians or whatever, we would go to the bazaar and we would barter. Hey, I have three of these and you have two of these, right? So I, you know, could we trade that? That was a worst economy, right? Because I had something you needed and you had something I needed. That's the basis of any economy. Right. Now you have your course. I've saved up this money from my own, which is my energy, my work. It goes into money. Now I'm going to give it, you know, I'm going to trade it to you for your knowledge to teach me something. And so then would this come along with uh, like a workbook or a, a real book or any of that mm -hmm. stuff? Or is it, is it no. just to, is it sent to buy the course? Well, the course goes intro story lesson activity. The last video in each module is a homework assignment, right? So courses give homework. That's what teaching is. It's not just you talking to right. random people for no reason in like this podcast. Like this podcast, right. I'm joking with you, but it's funny. So um, it actually like has a point. Has a point. Sorry, Rusty, but that's funny. It actually has a point to it. So the activity video is, hey, go to the nearest Starbucks, wait online, and make sure you introduce yourself to three people. And when you introduce yourself, I want you to say this. Hey, I'm Rusty, or your name, right? Really, I'm Bala. How, how have you heard what's the most interesting thing you've heard in the last 24 hours like give them a question to ask a total stranger that will strike up a cool conversation right right and that's their activity they have to go do it they have homework to do right because i mean that was kind of like the point of this podcast too was uh because i've been on podcasts where i tell the same story over and over and over and over and so that's why i wanted to differentiate it by being able to have different questions rather than th those set ones that I get I've, it, but this is not the same as having a business where you have an online course that people pay for, where you're absolutely. marketing it. Right. Okay. You got that. Okay. Good. Mm -hmm. So it's not the quote unquote same thing. However, I get the idea of, Hey, you just want to have it. However, um, you know, obviously yes, something that's funky, cool, new and different. And the opposite of everyone else could sell just because it exists and it's the opposite of everyone else. One of my favorite podcasts is called Pump Up the Jam. 
And what they do is they talk about some old song and they analyze his lyrics and they tell the whole story of the band and they tell the whole story of the real song and like yeah. why it existed and what happened. So they did the one about jealousy by the gin blossoms. Hey, jealousy, that 90 song. So it turns right. out the guy was kicked out of the band. And just before he was kicked out of the band, he wrote that song. Eight months later, that song, sung by the <laughs> band that now he's kicked out of, is now number one big hit. He doesn't get any money because he quit the band or they fired him or whatever, and he killed himself. Yep. And the song is actually about an alcoholic that's trying to get back with a girl. And he's gin blossom is like sores you get on your face from drinking too much gin. So it's actually a really oh, real right. tragic song. Even though they sing it in this folksy, hey, jealousy, I was driving in my car and the cops were chasing me or whatever the hell it is. Yeah, you guys know the lyric, right? So so they just analyze a song and tell you that it's a fascinating show, which is they take a song and they analyze it, right? Right, yeah. Starting um, with the, the two girls from The Office, Pamela and uh, Angela, the actresses from that. They have a fun podcast where they just analyze all the episodes of The Office and they just talk about the series and how obviously hit TV series, kind of easy to get an audience there. But there's all yeah. kinds of different podcasts for all kinds of different things. Yeah, I, I have another one of those podcasts too. I have a, a podcast called Saved by the Ben, which is a Saved by the Bell podcast where I go over episodes. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, so that, that's funny. No, that was a that was a fun one. Um, you go over episodes of Saved by the Bell. Yeah, yeah. Oh my that, god, that's funny. There's not a lot of people who are doing it, and then, but there. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. Now here's your job. Watch. Yeah. Now you could market that I am a great podcast creator of viral podcast topics and titles. So I will help you create the theme. For your fun podcast that'll get a lot of listeners so i'm now a consultant you can charge three thousand dollars you get to know the people and you come up with the ideas for their podcast you give them three great ideas to roll with and now you just made three grand yeah and so I mean, you're well, good where, at that yeah well, where do you think ai is with are you, we were talking about ai earlier where do you think ai is with doing uh, so let's take a calculator this, right we had a calculator all of a sudden we can do math quicker Okay, sure. Great. So we can make math quicker. So now we can just go faster. Okay. But Pablo Picasso said computers are useless. They can only give us answers. So a lot of the writing in, in, in chat, GPT and all that is really very generic. It looks super intelligent because we've never seen a computer be able to answer this complex questions and all this stuff before. But all it's doing is scouring the internet. It copied all the stuff off the internet. It kind right. of simulates it and gives it back to you and stuff that's already on the internet. Right. And because right. of that, we think it's somehow intelligent when all it's doing is simulating and copying how we talk about certain topics. And it's just copying, as you all call it, a copycat. So I don't call that intelligence, right? And, and right. I think that we're misusing that term. A lot of times in technology, it's a hot term and we know AI from like the old science fiction movies and stuff. There would be artificial intelligence. But um it's just, again, how you use it. If you use it, great. If you just see it as another distraction, then who cares, right? Right. I mean, if you do that calculations faster and then you just get done with your work faster so you can spend more time with your kids as an accountant with a calculator, great. Now you did it faster, right? 
I mean, right. QuickBooks can now do all your looking at all your accounting and stuff and put them in the categories. You hire somebody to do that, but now you can see the whole year and where you're going in your business. Great. It used to be done on paper, right? If you go back right. to 1920 or 1850. So, and people would screw up because of human error. Now you got the machine doing it. So it's more accurate. So that has, again, allowed us to do that better. So I think it's cool. I think it's neat. I think that um, we'll have to see how people use it. And um, it has some dangers, you know, in terms of plagiarism and where did it get this original information from on the internet that then it's using to write for you. Well, don't those people have the right to sue the computer for stealing their stuff and copying it or even, you know, reading it over and getting their format of writing a great, let's say, business proposal and then and stealing that? Well, isn't that mine? So it raises a lot of questions, especially with the art stuff that they're doing, where it went out and looked at art that artists really did. Now it's creating art, they're imitating those other artists. Well, shouldn't those artists get a commission? So it's got a lot, it's got a ways to go. We're going to see how the trademarks and the laws and all the copywriting and all that go into it. But it's a nifty thing and you can play around with it. But again, I'm a person that gets out there and likes to do things, right? The more actions you do, the more people you meet, the more conversations you have, the bigger business you grow. The, the more time you spend putzing around on the computer, right? The less you get doing and all that. That's all. Right. And so, I mean, so with, uh, with the arts, with any of that, I mean, uh, there's just so much of it that. There is a know. whole lot of arts, Rusty. Yes, there's so much art. Thank God. Art, art is humanity. Art is how we communicate. But what's your point? Yes. Well, that there's so much of it that's just can be you know i mean who, how can you really tell who's whose stuff it is that you're using and i mean stuff that i you know making making music or something something that i'll spend you know a week on i can type in 30 seconds and have something new or you know like writing people are just throwing out books now uh left and right people are I can I can go on to open well, yeah, AI of, and make yeah, videos. A lot of all of this is fake. We're looking at people that actually earn the right to have best-selling books. So now you can do you can throw something on Amazon and make it appear in a best-selling category for two seconds and say that you have a best-selling book and everybody's <laughs> a best-selling author now. And they're not. The book isn't all that important. Millions and millions of people didn't sell their book. It's not really a best-selling book. It's just a we're all after this title or this thing to call ourselves that we didn't earn. You got to go out and earn it. I mean, whatever you do, you got to go out and do the work, uh, serve the people, uh, and gain a reputation, and then and then actually earn your way, you know, where you are. You can't buy influence, although you can. There's lots of people that'll sell you fake stuff and waste a lot of your money, but you can't really buy it. Yeah, and so, are you able to work with, you know, people who are doing? So I can work with anybody, Rusty, as long as they really want to succeed and they're coachable. Coachable means that they're going to let go of their limiting beliefs. They're going to buckle down. They're going to focus on something and do the work. So I can work with practically anyone. And we're going to have a separate Zoom after this, you, just you and me, where I want to help you, you know, to see where you're at and how you're growing and all that and how I can help you. I run a marketing um, academy. It's at sternmarketing.academy. Uh, the, and I can give you the guys, you know, a discount code when they contact me, follow me on, on, um, or connect with me on LinkedIn. 
D-A-R-R-E-L-L-S-T-E-R-N, strike up a conversation with me and I can help you with anything. But it's if you want it, right? And if you're coachable, right. if, you, if, you, if you're not going to listen to me, then we're not going to get anywhere, right? You're going to come back at me and saying, well, what if I do this? Or I don't want to do it that way. Or I don't want to work that hard. Well, then you're not going to get there. Right. Yeah. That's not the way that you have set up. And it is not the way. To... This is the way to Mandalorian. And so how were you able to, you know, because, okay, so you, then you said that you were doing acting before. What, so you're doing stage and uh, other. So I'm doing acting right now. I'm actually really bored, but I'm really acting like I'm interested in you, Rusty. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm not bored at all. Sort of. This is fun. This is fun. But the uh, theater and acting and learning how to be a great actor is a very important skill set for anything. Being a great communicator, being a great speaker, being able to elicit emotion, having something called energy variance, which is I can talk to you very softly, Rusty. I can say, Rusty, I can help you. Right? But you can hear it really clearly, but I'm still whispering. Like that's energy variance. That's some form of it. Um, those are great. So I, I'm now, I went back to my college. I saw my name on the plaque. I won the President's Award in Theater Arts in 1993. And I won this playwriting contest. And I, since then, since college, you know, my dad died, my mom died, I married the wrong girl, I blew all the inheritance money, I did this, I did blah, 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 blah. And then I finally just looked at that. And I realized, well, that's been here the whole time. I'm the, I'm the best playwright and director for this digital stage that exists in the world. And it's because of my parents' sacrifice. So it really ground me in that. So I think, I believe that, you know, marketing, they say, is numbers. Well, what's the numbers measuring? It's measuring the art. So I create the greatest art. So that then there's higher numbers to measure. So, okay. So what, when you're behind the okay, camera. So listen guess... to me. I'm going I'm to help you again. Sure. You don't have to respond right away when I talk. So I want you to pause and think and then ask me a question, right? So you're not going, so, um, da, 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 da. So not right? So right. I went to the Drew University and now I realized I had great gratitude for my parents' sacrifice. So now, now I'm thrown off, but- uh, Well, what's your next question? Well, I, now- I threw it's... you off. I threw you off. Rusty, get off this podcast. I'm going to finish the episode myself. Ready? Which, which was Go good. Ahead. But, well, I mean, so then why are you able to have people come out and be at your beck and call here, ready to join what you're doing? I don't, um, I don't have people ready to beckon to call. I have to constantly network. I have to constantly meet people. Your goal is always to meet 20 new people a day, book at least five to 10 new appointments a day to, to meet with people, meet them on Zoom. And I show them what I do and I see where they're at. And hopefully I book them. So, then right? what so they're you, not at my beck and call. Go ahead. So what are you doing as far as trying to meet them? Are you just going on to LinkedIn? And right, now, right now I'm going on podcasts because I'm in Angels okay. Group like you, right? Right. And I'm going around, I'm getting on podcasts. That's one of the things. One of the things is I'm starting to network here and set up events here, um, here locally, where I'm going to, the next event is on personal branding and video, how to create videos that will, you know, enhance, boost up your personal brand. And then Thursday night, I'm teaching one for real estate agents, which is for, um, you know, for them to do the same kind of thing. 
So, if, so I'm always networking, doing events, going sponsoring events, speaking at events. I'm always doing a lot of things to be able to present myself to audiences and book deals. So this isn't the set. But I'm happy that you think that people are just coming to me at my beck and call. If you can get the ladies to do that, if you need the magic swells for that, then I'll pay for it right now. I mean, uh, just that's what hypnosis is for. So uh, here we go. Yeah. Um, are you hypnotizing me right now? Have I been uh, hypnotized to this presentation now? You didn't pull out the bad guns and hypnotize me? No. Yeah. I mean, that's what the whole point of this podcast is. And you don't know it until the end. And then I get to say, oh, you got And then you, oh, you, get, for, you get to say, at the top of my hands, you will talk like a mouse. Ha ha. How high, Rusty? Ha ha ha. I get turned into Mickey Mouse. And I, and I have to talk like that the rest of the day. So how much? <laughs> how much? Did, how much has Disney kind of messed with a lot of stuff as far as uh what's the word well, Disney is the number one copyright you know conglomerate for family entertainment they haven't messed anything with copyright what do they mess up with copyright what do they do well making it extra long for certain things certain like characters what, like, and, what's there? like what's extra long well over a hundred years i mean you're getting to a point where they're supposed to go into public domain and then, so I mean, so do you believe in public? So hold domain? on, the stories that hold on, hold on, hold on, oh, rewind. Sure. Most of the stories that Disney did, he didn't write his own stories. Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, Pinocchio, all these stories, Little Mermaid, were not written by Disney. They're not created by Disney. What they're doing is they're right. taking stories and they're putting it in a new medium, either animation or now they're doing live action versions of classic stories that we already know are great stories. Now, in the actual real Little Mermaid. I think he he she tries to save him and the water goes back to being a mermaid and he dies or she dies or something at the end. Like it's actually a sad story, but they change it to, ah, you know, they get married and happily ever after because that's a Disney trademark. So right. in that way, they change some things around. Um, but I love Disney. I was raised on Disney. Don't screw with my Disney. All right, brother. So then where are you at public domain then? If uh, if there is, you know, copying well, of- material I mean, I mean, so i think there's a difference between what you're talking about which is you know there was an artist shakespeare or whatever that passed away hundreds of years ago or whatever even 150 years ago that then goes in the public domain because no one has bought or owned the copyright on it so disney owns all of the disney properties disney's still a company here today and yes the disney lawyers will go after you if you copy disney stuff or try to sell a mickey mouse doll with a rusty teeth diamond t-shirt on it even right. though that would be cool. Well, okay. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Everyone needs one of those. Yeah. So, but do you see where the public domain, I mean, if the chat GPT could go and just pick from the public domain, but it's not that advanced to only do that, it can't well, differentiate so what's from when there. When you put something on the internet that is an automatic copyright and trademark to your company and business, however, you have also put it on the internet, meaning that the public can access it, learn from it, and read it, right? Right. So that's an interesting question. I'm not a lawyer. I don't know what they're going to do with, well, this chat GPT read the whole internet and is now, I don't know. I, I, I It's very confusing 
you know, to understand that. But I go back to this movie called Short Circuit. It had Ali Sheedy in it. She's really hot. And they had the little robot and the robot would pick up a book and go through the pages. And all of a sudden it would know everything about physics or history because it read the book really fast. So that's really kind of what ChatGPT is. It just, you know, sucked in the entire internet. And now you can ask it. So it's a good starting point. You know, like for instance, in our, in my marketing group, which you can go to sternmarketing.academy and find out about it, uh, find me and you can get a discount code on it. Uh, we're, we have Mythica now teaching ChatGPT. And, and what it can do is it can understand really long and complex questions or formats and then spew out data that is much more sophisticated than a Google search, let's say, which could only basically just give you back websites that were maybe other people. It just made to match the search, you know, the search to, well, what information are people behind where this thing actually has gathered all that data and can create, create for you something that comes from all that data combined. So it's just a different way of looking at it. I mean, Johnny Five, uh, what you going to do? What you going to do with Johnny, Johnny five. five? Yeah, Johnny Five is... So can I leave you with a joke? Uh, yeah, you can leave me with a joke. As long as it's about Johnny Five. If not, I don't know. This is the Johnny Five joke. So the John, or wait, maybe it's Johnny Five. So it goes, there's a, there's a, a rabbi. So I'm half Jewish, by the way. So okay. there's a rabbi, a Protestant, and a Catholic, right? And they have this pile of money. And they go, what should we do with this pile of money? So they draw a circle on the ground. The Catholic guy throws the money in the air and he says, okay, whatever lands in the circle, we'll keep and the rest we'll give to the public charity. The Protestant guy says, no, 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 we'll throw it in the air. Whatever falls outside the circle, we'll keep. Whatever's inside the circle, we will uh, give charity, whatever. And then the Jewish guy says, no, 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 hold on. We'll throw all the money really high in the air and whatever God wants, he'll keep. There you go. There you go, folks. Try to reel. Perfect. So yeah, babe, may, make sure. Yeah, you're getting a hold of of Daryl here. Go to go to the website. Find him on LinkedIn. Uh, yeah, or, find me on LinkedIn. D a r r e l l s t e r n or on um, on uh, what do you call it? On the interwebs, you can go to sternmarketing.academy. Check that out. My marketing agency, if you want to do some big marketing work with me, is at stern.marketing. And if you want some lessons, uh, free lessons and an email chain, uh, that's at sternstorming.com. Excellent. All right. Well, hey, well, thank you very much for being on and uh, had a good time talking with you. Uh, you know, for the most part. So I love you, Rusty. I mean, I know. So I love you, Rusty, because I admire you because you don't have to have such focus. Some of us entrepreneurs, we're so focused like that. We drive ourselves crazy and we can even have health problems from being so focused and so angry and so wanting more. And it's cool, Rusty, to hear someone that just is like, I just want to meet people and relax and chill. And I got some t-shirts to sell and I'm chill about it. And that's a great quality to have. I want to compliment you, Rusty, because the quality of you that that you're not so you know forcing something on somebody you know when you meet them you're not saying oh you know will you buy this from me you just want to chat and hang out that's a really cool admirable quality and more people should have that you know in business and socially uh so i applaud you for putting together something like this this type of podcast it's kind of like the unpodcast right it's not so serious it's not about any particular point it's just let's randomly talk to people 
And I really admire you. I'm kind of poking fun of you, at you through this, but I really admire that I could just get the chance to just talk and hang out with a really super cool dude who has a neon sign of his own name, you know, who has more diverse background. You have more to sell and more to do than you know, which I'll teach you when you schedule another meeting with me. But I really yeah. admire your laid back attitude towards life, you know, and towards this project because more of us need to do that. It's just chill and relax. So I applaud you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll talk soon. All right. All right. See you later. All right. All right, that's Daryl Stern. Um, yeah, check him out, man. I guess I'm checking him out. He got me to do it, do a call with him. So I, that's what we're doing. So you guys, when this podcast is all huge and whatnot, you know, it's you can go thank Daryl. So I'm getting paid right now. So Daryl's gonna get me more paid, and I'm gonna have a lot of. I have stories. That's all I have. I have stories for days. I have stories people don't even believe. Some of them I might make up, but I don't need to. I have plenty of stories that are true that would blow your minds. You can probably go back on some of the podcasts here anyway. But yeah, check out Daryl uh, Scooter Computer, man, if you need to know. And Thank you guys for listening here on the Quantum Global Broadcasting Network, QGEBN. I'm your host, Rusty Diamond. And again, the show is sponsored by Fred Ben Savage's Fuck, Stone Reads Productions, Hardcore Entertainment, Hypnosis is Great, SockEmUp.org. Like, subscribe, share, do all that. And that is the show. Man, oh, I forgot again, you guys. You can come and uh, leave a message, 503-974-6420. Or you cannot leave a message. Messages? Messages? We don't leave no stinking messages. Dude, that's, that's the show, man. So, boom. I hope that went off. Went off all right. It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker. It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker. Ernest! 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 <coughs> yes, Pee-wee. You brought the snacks, right?